You're listening to the Kingdom Mentor Podcast, brought to you by iKingsMedia.com. Hey, I'm Teresa Croft. Why don't you grab your favorite coffee or tea and let's talk. I'll share some depth of insight from going down deep in the rows of the vineyard, listening to the vine dresser. And welcome back to another edition of the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. I'm Teresa Croft. So glad you chose to listen. So I had something on my heart all week that still plays out in the forefront of my mind in regards to the truth of it and hope for you. I also have a special vine dresser word just at the end, so I hope you can stick around for that. But first, it's this. I'm learning that out of your most bleakest times in your life, that it can be a setup for your destiny. You may have heard me say this before, but I really believe that through your agony comes your destiny as it's grounded in your identity. Let me share this as I actually talked about it in Dave's memorial. At the end of the video I had produced, honoring him with the song, I Am His Beloved, a video, by the way, you can see at ikingsmedia.com forward slash Dave Memorial. But anyway, in the middle of it, I had this word that I don't normally listen to classical music, okay? But for some reason, this piece by Frederico Chopin crossed my Spotify list. Chopin wrote this amazing classical music piece called Fantasia Impromptu. I later learned that this, pay, this particular piece is very difficult to play, to perform. Many pianists struggle to master this, let alone play it, so it sounds the way it's supposed to. Why? Many of the keys on the piano to get this song down are black keys. But when it's mastered, it is so beautiful. Then I thought about my husband, Dave. Dave's life was like this. Lots of black moments of childhood trauma, many near-miss instances of death, more trauma with our house being set on fire. The list could go on, leading up to the excruciating pain of third-degree burns from a barrel fire just last October, leading to the anguish of heart and soul from an ever-aggressive pancreatic cancer that was out of control. But Dave did what only Dave could do through the travail of the black keys on the piano of his life. He trusted God. He clung mightily to his faith, and he loved God and worshipped God with all his heart through these times. His life became a song, and now it plays on in my heart, the heart of our children, and the heart of many others. So as I go through the wrecking of my heart, missing him, this has been a tough week. I have a question for you. Do you have some black keys in your life? Do you know we have an amazing God that can comfort, equip, and lead us by the Holy Spirit where he can be a song. We can take those black moments, those black times, and it can be a song back to him as we lean into him and trust him and hold on to him. And you know what? Often it's the black keys that ultimately make our life a song that brings purpose. 
It can be a voice of comfort and hope for others. As we go through those moments and come out of it on the other side, knowing God better, loving God, understanding some things, or just maybe a voice that has so much comfort and hope. But one warning, God has repeatedly spoken to my heart. He spoke it to Dave's too, because we talked a lot about this. And, and it's the idea of losing your voice. The black keys of your life, if not dealt with, can lead to you losing your voice, losing your identity. I remember in the struggle with caring for Dave's burns last October, I realized in the first two weeks I was losing my voice and my identity through his shrieks of pain as I tried to dress his wounds, third-degree wounds, massive pain. I checked myself after a couple of weeks and realized what's going on, and I went back to the design of, okay, my identity is from the powerful force of God's Word the internal place where my spirit connects to him. I did a new study on triggers. Actually, I watched an old video of Dave and I talking about triggers. So I had to work out a testimony with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Knowing any black key moments like this can be a direct attack on my voice. So I became in training. And you may also can relate to this. In training, learning to go even deeper, listening to the Holy Spirit to come out of the fire, come out of the devastation, come out of the anguish of cancer sucks with more attributes of being his voice warrior. And then later, dealing not just with the fact Dave had cancer, but the Oh, the, the, just the process of watching him wither away, this once strong man being reduced to skin and bones, still had the blue eyes, still had the smile, but the cancer was doing a number on his body. It was ravaging his body. If you saw any pictures on Facebook, you can attest to this. Until he passed, one Pentecost Sunday on his dad's birthday, He went out, I'm sure, with a shout of glory, June 5th, 2022. That trauma is something I will continue to deal with, and I invite a few inner circle friends into my life as a safe place. As grief is not linear, it's like can be all-encompassing, but when a wave hits you, what do you do with that wave? This is my intentionality to keep speaking, even though I may feel smothered in pain and grief. I saw this quote in a book by Elizabeth Elliot. Her books have really been uh, ministering to my heart. This quote came from her book, uh, Suffering, something about suffering. And it's definitely a black key thought. It was a poem written by Grant Colfax Toller, and it goes like this. My life is but a weaving between my Lord and me. I do not choose the colors. He worketh steadily. Oftimes he weaveth sorrow, and I, in foolish pride, forget he sees the upper and I the underside. Not till the loom is silent and the shuttle cease to fly shall God enroll the canvas and explain the reason why. 
The dark threads are as needful in the weaver's skillful hand as the threads of gold and silver in the pattern he has planned. I thought of this from the Passion Translation, James 1, verses 2 through 4, which says, My fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up in you the power of endurance. And then as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there's nothing missing and nothing lacking. All this goes well with the Vindrister word I wrote. I wrote it not knowing that in just five days, David, five days, David leave earth and go home to Jesus. I wrote it as really not something to share, but it was like, I need something to process, process. And it, it held on to this word that kept ringing in my ears. I go by words and phrases, and this phrase just kept saying, hold on, hold on. So May 31st, will you listen to the vine dresser? I think this is for you. I see the questions and the troubling times that want to crack your heart into pieces. I understand your sorrow and your feeling of lost tomorrows. I know how you wonder how to get through another day raging with the trauma and pain, the sleepless nights watching the struggle and angst of your dearest friend. I hear your heart when you question if the deep will of me seems to be running dry and how the hand of God seems to be waving goodbye. Then in your lowest moments, you wrestle with the loud shrieks of your heart's cry making you want to stay in a pit and hide. Write this down, dear child. Hold on. I won't leave you always in the shadow of death. You will not always feel you are caught in the hall of the now and not yet. Your contentions and questions are not myths that have no answers. Hold on. Hold on to your faith. Hold on to my word written in red. Hold on to quiet moments over coffee or bread. Hold on to hope. Hold on to what is good. Hold on to the shield of faith. Hold on to the shalom of me. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Hold on to my son, who is your wonderful counselor, prince of peace, mighty God. Hold on to my wisdom that comes in my presence. Hold on to your song as you worship throughout your day and night. The vine dresser concludes, Most of all, let me hold you, dear beloved. I am your fortress, one who you can confide. I am your God on whom you can rely. I am your safe place. I am the one who hears your heart sigh. I am the one who will never wave goodbye. So, my beloved, Say no to striving, and yes to abiding in the vine. Love your vine dresser. Thank you for giving me this this space to share with you. You know what? As you listen, simply know you play a part in my healing. Being able to write some words and talk to you. If this touched you, will you feel free to share it? It's available on all platforms 
podcast platforms. Write a review on Apple Podcasts. Not so I get a pat on the back, but it's a way that this podcast can stretch out to many others. So until next time, please say no to striving and yes to abiding in the vine of your divine destiny. I'll talk to you in the next episode of the Kingdom Mentor Podcast.